you going, guys? We are the 80s montage for another week. Yeah, I'm Jay Jovi. I'm Sammy Hardon. Mate, tonight we're talking about something I'm very excited about. Of course you are. I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago on the slime. We've decided to do it because uh, just the other week, Sammy, it was her birthday. Do you know that? 64. We're talking about Michelle Pfeiffer. She turned 64 on April 29. And, mate, she's a hot 64. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she was hot at every age, I reckon. Mm. Fucking stunning, stunning chick. Michelle Pfeiffer, she's undoubtedly like an 80s icon. She really sort of cemented herself within that decade as as like one of the best actresses in the world. She's fucking incredible. And, you know, she's been named in countless songs for just like being the hottest, coolest chick ever, like fucking Bruno Mars, Vance Joy. They've all so- sung about her yeah. in those lyrics, you know. And did you see the thing on Graham Norton when her kids heard it and thought it was fucked up? Yeah. And the kids went, oh, God. The kids would be thanking her for the genes, though, you know. Well, you don't know. Two good-looking people can make an ugly. Yeah. That's yeah. the reality. Yeah. You just don't know. Look, I've... I, have I, you said her name, Michelle Pfeiffer? Yeah, we have a million times. Yeah, there we go. I um, watched a couple of her movies. Scarface, right? Yeah. Fuck me. That was the most... Vi- I mean, my biggest fantasy in life was to chainsaw someone. But now I'm over that. that someone's was, already done and it. And that's quite in the beginning of the film, that bit, isn't it? It's right at the start. Yeah. So it they, sets the tone. That, yeah. That oh, makes Wentworth look like a kindergarten yeah. show. That was Brian, Brian De Palma. And I think Oliver Stone may have written the film script. But it yeah. was actually a remake. It was a remake. It was like a 19, really? 1932 film. Fucking hell. Yeah. But let's talk so about that in a heavy. sec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's full on. It's a great film though. I fucking love it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I don't think she's incredibly great in it though. Oh, I think she – well, that that's what made – let's talk about it when we get to it. Yeah. Let's talk about yeah. it when we get to yeah, it. Well, yeah, well, I'm just saying that I've done a couple of – a bit ah, of research. Ah, good. You've done your work. But it hasn't helped the situation because I've got my own theories. Okay. Yeah. All right. But anyway, you go. All right. Lovely. Michelle Pfeiffer, guys. Happy birthday, Michelle, because she'll be listening to this for sure. Michelle Pfeiffer sort of – she was an L.A. girl. She's got the most beautiful L.A. accent. Well, or- Orange County to be exact. Mm-hmm. And she describes her sort of – Sort of um, her childhood and so forth and her teens as being like a beach bum. You know, she hung around all the surfies and everything. Yeah. And she really didn't know what she wanted to do and when she sort of hit 18 or 19 she thought like if somebody was to hand something to me on a platter that I could do for the rest of my life, what would it be? Because she didn't sort of have like a burning desire and she thought, you know, what would that one thing be? And she thought acting because she used to do a bit of drama in school and so forth and she thought she she talks about sort of watching like old silver screen stars like fucking Joan Crawford and Bette Davis and everything and watching them and and thinking to herself, I could do that. You know, like she knew in herself, oh, I could pull that off. Mm. You know, she knew. Anyway, I, I thought that was amazing for a young kid, like having the confidence and, oh, yeah, I could do that, you know. Well, like she said, she wanted something to be passed to her and it kind of feels like that for me. Well, look, Sammy, unfortunately, she's a fucking stunning chick. Incredible looking, without a doubt. Stuff comes to stunning people. It's like Brad Pitt. I don't think he is an amazing actor. 
I don't think he's an amazing actor. I, I see him trying. I see him sort yeah, of. Yeah, he was more. He's an trying icon to develop of- himself, you know. You know, and has been and like has me. Fucking no one knows who I am, and he's fucking huge. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. There's still got to be a standard that you can see with your own eyes. Yeah, I don't like thinking someone's amazing because the society's told me they're amazing. Yeah, yeah, you know true. I mean? true, 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 I'm true, not true. a star fucker like that. I yeah, don't yeah, yeah, yeah. give a fuck what anyone's done. Yeah. For me, the research I did, it wasn't like she had that many skills. Oh, really? See, I watch her acting and I'm – And maybe it I was the roles, though, that I she got offered. Well, she, pick, she picked and chose – like she could have really gone for just pretty girl roles, but I don't think she has. If you look at all the roles that we're about to mention tonight, um, she has not gone for pretty pretty girl roles. They have become pretty girl roles because she's played them, you know, but they're like comedy roles, drama roles. She's played like fucking, you know, prostitutes and fucking moles. And, you know, she's gone, she's tried to sort of be interesting. Yeah. I think her choices are great. So, okay, so she wanted this given to her, this acting thing. So how did it happen? She was discovered in, um, she was a checkout chick. Right. With a famous story. Fucking isn't it what you asked for though at the end of the day? But I mean, this is the thing. You do something in LA, you know, if you get recognised in LA, if you get sort of picked up in LA, you're huge on the world stage. If you get recognised at Casey Central, no one cares. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, I know that. But, okay, so they've recognised her at a checkout. She's incredibly attractive. Beautiful, beautiful right? chick. You know what I mean? And especially when she was young. She just, she looks like a mannequin. This yeah. is the thing. She, she could have been like a, a mannequin. fucking mannequin. Did she go for that role? Um, oh, possibly. I bet she I, did. But I don't think she would have, oh, I don't think she would have done it. Yeah, right. Because you look at how quickly her career became about fucking like deep acting roles. Yeah. Very quickly. Yeah. Okay, so some guy picks her up from the checkout chick and so, says, I'm going to make you an actor. No, so I think I think from that uh, he was basically like a kind of talent agent that sort of got her into sort of doing, you know, proper yeah. film classes and stuff and learn the art of film and angles and fucking what works and all of that shit. She did that. Uh, this was about sort of she, – she auditioned for a couple of years and she did a pageant, I think. She's fucking won Miss Orange Orange County or something because yeah. they told her that there would be like a talent agent at that as well. She won that. And then she went and did a casting call, like a big cattle call, yeah? Yeah. Uh, and they, they had like fucking thousands of actors going in to fucking sing and dance and act. Like, you know, you – they, they just pile you in there. In one room, room they'll do the singing. You'll, oh, okay, you've made it through. Go in, sort of do the dancing. Oh, yeah, you go through, yeah. She did that and she had never sung or danced in front of anybody. She did it and they're fucking awful. Like if, you, if, you're, if you're an actor that does a little bit of singing and a little bit of dancing, you those fucking cattle calls are awful. Mm-hmm. You mm. just feel like a fucking untalented piece of shit because they do the they do the singing and dancing first, 
Yeah. You know, because no yeah. good, yeah. I, I mean, if you've got that, they can kind of get their acting up to speed. But if you don't have them, you can't do a musical. Yeah. And they're auditioning for Grease too. Yeah, right. You know? Was that her second movie or what was the story? She did a couple of tiny bit parts in like other films starting from sort of 1980. Yeah. But um, bloody Grease 2 I think was 1982 and this was like her first big role. And she, it's the fucking lead role. It's its like the, the, the lead pair, you know, and it's her and she got it. She ended up, uh, ended up fucking getting it, all singing, all dancing in her first fucking role. It's uh, Maxwell Caulfield, like an English actor, played yeah. the, the lead male. Yep. And he was um, Olivia's nephew or something from the Grease One. He was the nephew of Olivia Newton-John. I think that's how they sort of yeah, fucking Sandy. Yeah, justified yeah. it. Yeah. But, but like she was, they kind of inverted it. So she was the bad girl mm-hmm. rather than for like Travolta being bad girl. I watched it. Yeah, yeah. I fucking watched it. Yeah, right. It's, look, what did you think of oh, the film as a whole? You didn't like fucking it? Fucking hated it. Yeah. Hated it then, hate it now. Critics hated it too. Well, it's fucking shit ass. The choreography is in 80s. Or isn't 60, sorry. It's meant to be yeah, based right. in 61. Yeah, yeah. They're doing step ball chain, fucking all these 80s. Com- the choreography was all wrong. It yeah. went on for too long. If I had have got a job in Greece too, I would have been embarrassed to tell my parents about it. Yeah. It just wasn't up to scratch for me. See, for her, her performance was standout and it really did turn people's heads. Like who who yeah. is this fucking chick? And I loved her voice in it. I thought, oh my, I, I couldn't believe it was her. It was that good. I couldn't really? believe it was her. Okay. She so, sounded like Olivia Newton-John. Mm, I thought so. Mm. Let's play. Let's play a song. Let's play a song. I'm, I, I'm, I'm interested to see. Is this Cool Rider? Yeah. Well, well, this is the scene where Maxwell, the guy, the English guy gets. Fingers up. No, no, no. He, oh. re- she rejects him. It's a shame. Yeah, here we go. How about a hamburger later? Oh, I'm busy. How about tomorrow? Busy. So maybe you can explain about the bowling alley, eh? I mean, you just don't kiss a guy. Look, because it was just a joke. Forget it. Let me give you a hand. Oh, I can manage. Look, I said I can manage. I think he's in love. I think he's kind of cute. I think you two should shut your yaps. You forgot this one. Thanks. How about the day after tomorrow? <sighs> Stephanie. Look, when are you going to get the picture? If you really want to know what I want in a guy. Well, I'm looking for a dream on a meat machine with hell in his eyes. I want a devil that's getting tight leather He's gonna be wild as the wind When fine nights I'll be holding on tight To a cool rider A cool rider If he's cool enough He can burn me through and through Whoa, whoa I think that's fucking great! So does Maddie. She's I think 23 it's a, years you know, old. I think it's a... 
it's so does Maddie. Yeah. Because he went, oh, my God, you're watching this. And my tell him, my face watching this movie was like I'd smelt Look, the earth. movie's shit. Fucking movie's shit. horrible. Yeah. Now, I seem to think that she has been given shit roles and this is why I think she's not as good as what I think she could be. But she, like this, she really, this is the beginning of her career. She really didn't have, But I was mean, it though? Because yeah. I remember this in the 80s and everyone fucking was laughing about it. Like no one liked it. This was the beginning of her career. She's 23 yeah. years old, you know. Yeah, but Scarface was before that, wasn't no, it? No, no, no. Scarface oh, was really? within a year after this. I thought Scarface was 82. No. Nah. Uh, Scarface was 83, but it was within a year after this. Oh, really? This. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, then she has moved considerably then from that. Yeah. Scarface was 83, released yeah. in 83. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, decent jump from fucking, like, the learning curve is, like, fucking straight up, you know, like, Grease 2 to Scarface. I thought her performance in Scarface was incredible. Can we play the, before we move on to Scarface, because, like, I really want to talk about it. Yeah. Can we play, did did you have the other song from Grease 2? Fucking. She's on fire. Reproduction. Reproduction. Oh, yeah, I do. Here it is now. Now you see just how the stamen gets its lusty dust onto the stigma. And why this frenzied chlorophyllous orgy starts each spring is no enigma. We call this quest for satisfaction of what class? A photoperiodic reaction. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's very good. Hey, I'm lost. Where are we? Chapter two. Page five. Reproduction. Your pistol right here. Where does the polling go? All right, that's enough. See, that's fun. That song. It's a bit of fun. Uh huh. It's fucking Grease. No, it's fucking not Grease. It's not Grease's asshole. It's fucking Grease. They should have had. Um, it's it. You know what it is? It's an age difference between it's us. It's not Grease's asshole. It's, it's like, no, it is an age difference because I remember seeing Greece in 78. Yeah. And I was obsessed with Greece. Yeah, and then right. we get this yeah. and I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah, Like right, a right. real, I was so disappointed. I remember yeah, the yeah, feeling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was like getting ABBA and then Buck's Fizz, right? Yeah, right. Okay. Both great, but yeah. not really. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. But in other words, I'd still want to do a show on her. I think it's very important because she is an icon. But I, I just yeah. remember seeing in Greece every third line was hers. It wasn't really every line. The best actor in that movie was that fucking little girl that rides around with Maxwell on the fucking bloody skateboard. Okay. She was the best actor in that film. Because it wasn't him. He no. fucking weighed it down, mate. No. Oh, he weighed it down. It. Awful. And his name was Carrington, wasn't it? Which was funny, I thought, uh, yeah. after having the two, Car- you know, the Carrington clan in the 80s. Oh, yes. Um, but, no, the little girl that rides around on the skateboard that, that he talks to because he doesn't get along with anyone, she's an incredible – what happened to her? I'm know. more interested in that. Yeah. 
because I think she was a really good little actress. Yeah, right. But, yeah, keep going anyway. Mm. It's interesting. So, look, uh, yeah, within a year she she beat out. The thing is, we'll go sort of talk about Scarface for a second. Um, Pacino loved the the old film, like the, the fucking 1932 version of Scarface. Loved it. And he thought there was a great opportunity for a remake. And, I mean, this is how remakes used to be done. You went to a film that was done fucking 80 years, you know, 50 years. You didn't, you didn't do remake a film that came out 10 years ago like they do now. Fucking drives me crazy and pretend it didn't happen. Anyway, he loved this old film. It was like a, you know, mobster film. Uh, what's his name? Oliver Stone, I think, wrote the film treatment. Brian De Palma directed it and Pacino had some kind of a production thing happening because he was like the biggest, yep. he was like one of the biggest actors in Hollywood. At Incredible the time. in this yeah. movie. I think originally because he was sort of, I don't know if he was an executive producer or what was going on um, because he was attached before he was acting in it and it was originally going to be De Niro. And this used to happen with uh, De- uh, yeah, Pacino with and De Niro two. all the time, mm. right the way through their careers. And um, then he decided he wanted to do it He and he did it. And I can't imagine De Niro in that role. I can't imagine anybody other than Pacino in that role of t- Tony Montana. That The film Scarface, and especially with, you know, the wogs I know in Melbourne, it's like Rocky to them. You know what I mean? Scarface is like like on par with Rocky for the 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 sort of ethnic sort of uh, Mediterranean ethnic community. You know, that's how they felt. It's it's like because the whole thing was Scarface. He's he was Cuban. You know, coming into the American system. That's how Wogs in Australia felt. Like they were kind of yeah. They were the, like the unrefined underdog trying to break into the sort of mainstream white market. You know, and especially with the scenes. So Michelle Pfeiffer's character is they call her Elvira in the in the film, but she has referred to it as Elvira. So I'll say Elvira, I guess. Yeah. She uh, she plays Elvira. Elvira's like a, a kind of gangster's mole and she gets passed from Tony Montana's uh, boss what? to like t- Tony sort of Tony sort of seduces her, you know, basically says to her, they, they kiss and they flirt and blah, 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 and she acts like she's too good for him and everything and, you know, because really she was, she was, the character was. But Tony, she, I don't know, she, he wins her over because he's ambitious and she loves the fire, you know. And I think, it, I think that's what sort of Wogs really identified with is that kind of, punching above their weight with some white girl, you know what I mean? Yeah, but there's two dynamics in this movie that I've noticed and the one is the old cunt that's married to her. Yeah, 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 yeah. So old wogs love it because they think they can get a hot chick like her. So there's that dynamic. Yeah. And then there's the dynamic of the woggy guy that can't dance and that's awkward (sighs) getting the girl right. Now, that just gives you – a network of half the wogs you know in the planet yeah. and how they feel. I don't think the wogs would have really resonated with chainsawing some poor prick. They didn't in a know, fucking but that wasn't his character. You know that that wasn't his character. That's what happened to him, and it's just stuff like when he's going down in flames at the end of the film, where where it's like there's no way he can get out of this. 
he comes out with that, you know, well, say a lot of my little friend and yeah, just blow, yeah. tries to blow them all yeah. away. Well, he know? got too cocky. Yeah. He got too cocky, fucked yeah. it, and that's what all wogs do. Yeah, yeah. So there's an yeah. excuse for that as well. Oh, we can be like him because he fucked it. He took too many drugs and spent too much money. Yeah. No one's got that money, but 214 I don't think million. I don't think it's this fucking- I went out with a gangster. I don't think it's a success story. There were people parked story. out in front of my house. It's I, a success story to them. Yeah, but that's- Absolutely. But, but if, if some cunt thinks it's a success story- He's a bit of a fuckwit, don't well, you think? Well, that's what they think, though. Not all of it. You know, it's, it's well, a, not the ones you go out with. It's a pretty but good- But the ones that the spot <laughs> fucking did, right? Yeah. Right, and I went out with them. Oh, you know, half of those cunts wouldn't have even watched the full film. They would have just watched the scene like, oh, they know, say they, a lot they, of my little friends. It wasn't even that. It was Rocky as well. All those movies where yeah. they sort of think it's glorifying Oh, that's me. Ethnic. It's just the underdog thing that they fucking- Love, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, Take, but taking on the mainstream. I, I thought that was quite sad that he was being criticised like that. It's not something that I would Who? be glorifying. The fact that when. He gets caught up in, and they take him out on the bus in the, the town they live in and they're called Spicks and they don't get anywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was quite sad. And yeah. I do understand that when it comes to fucking ethnics, but yeah. I don't think it was as hard for them coming to this country as that fucking bit I don't of know. Movie. I think, I think, it I don't know. It would have been a I've little bit of mental of language, but not a lot of like that. I've heard a lot of stories, a lot of that bashings. You get him. A lot oh, of bashing. Yeah. Like but that happened to fuck, everyone. Getting turned away from every fucking club, you know. Well, Asians weren't wog. allowed in at clubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the but fucking 80s. Then before that, they, it was wogs, you know. Like you couldn't get a job because you're a wog. You yeah. Can, you can fucking. Very early 70s, get, yeah. Getting bashed up by fucking yeah. white people and yeah. stuff, you know. So, yeah, they do. I think they're glorifying the underdog thing, absolutely. But for me. The first scene you see with Michelle Pfeiffer is she's got her back in the elevator. She's coming down the elevator. She says fucking nothing, right? I doesn't need to. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying, right? I like the girl. I acting think isn't just talking though. Acting is she's presence got a, as She well. talks with her eyes. She's got amazing yeah, eyes. And I'm with Absolutely. But I'm a different person where I would not hire her for Rewind 80s and think that was a good choice. I don't care who she is. You know is. what? She actually... <laughs> I probably wouldn't either, but you know, yeah, you know like what she, I mean. I'm yeah, trying yeah, to no, talk I on a level. Either. I wouldn't yeah. either, but but um, she beat out Glenn Close, Sharon Stone, fucking. See, that's not making me feel any better. I wouldn't have put them in those. They were the big, like they were the big up and coming actresses at the time. She beat them all out, and she was nobody. She's just a fucking grease too. Which yeah. wasn't particularly good, but yeah. she was like a standout in it. Yeah. She beat all of that. There was Sigourney Weaver she beat. There was fucking everybody you can think of in the early 80s. She beat them out for that role. Mm. Because it was, you've seen the film, it was going toe-to-toe with fucking Al, Al Pacino at his prime. And she took him on. I, I really think she took him on. Like the fucking scene in the- Oh, yeah, she did fire up a bit, which yeah, was good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, I actually think for a 23, 24-year-old to be taking on Al Pacino in, in that film, fucking she must have something, you know. I, well, I, she's probably a lovely lady. And yeah. gets along very well and turns up to gigs. That's what she is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can be as good looking as you want. If you fucking go to a gig and turn up and do shit, yeah. you're always going to be called on. Yeah. And she sounds professional when she's interviewed in Graham Norton. 
Yeah, like she yeah, sounds yeah. like she is really professional. Absolutely. I I guess what I'm trying to say is she's incredible looking, but I think professionally she's more professional than what her skills are. I don't know. I think um, – And you like people that was, aren't that great. She was well brought up. Do I? Absolutely. I've watched fuck you do off. it. Like who? Oh, fucking – I'm not going to say. Who? An ex? Someone in this band in Rewind 80s. Um, no, no, not this band. I find some singers in Melbourne a bit naff and yeah. you fucking love them. And who? I just – I'm not going to say it. Mouth their name. No, I'm not going to mouth their name. <laughs> It's just about if you can hold people's attention. There's so, like that intrigues me. If you're, it's like Madonna. If you're not particularly a, a fucking great singer, if you're not particularly a great dancer, and you're still fucking like holding people's attention, what is it? That's I just exactly find that my fucking fucking point. Okay, yeah, yeah. she is the Madonna. Of the fucking of acting, acting. <laughs> absolutely. No, Madonna's the acting. You just nailed it on acting. the fucking. <laughs> Madonna. Oh no, no, Madonna can't act. I know. She can't act. I know. If you said Michelle Madonna, Pfeiffer oh can no, act. she can act a bit better. I think in Catwoman she was amazing. Don't get me wrong. But I just think the roles they put her in. But babe, these films that we're talking about tonight, th- this is her leading up to Catwoman. This is like yeah. we see her learning. Yeah, this is yeah, her yeah. in her twenties. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's all I'm trying to say is that I – like Sharon Stone in Carlito's Way mm. was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Right? She's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I wouldn't say Michelle Pfeiffer in Scarface is fucking phenomenal. I would say oh, I she would. looks like Blondie. She suits the time and the era. Yeah. She looks exactly what people wanted to see. Blondie was huge at the time. Yeah. And that's where she's getting attraction from. But she is – Obviously, one that turns up to auditions and fucking does shit right, right? Well, she's got something, mate. She beat out all That's those fucking I'm amazing saying. actresses. That's what I'm saying. They kept coming back to her and apparently- The pussy the- is something that's very powerful. And if you know. can lead a guy to a fucking pussy land without fucking them, that's where the skill is. Right P- there. P- Pussy land? Pussy land without fucking Where are you point? Where I've is pussy a- land? Pussy land, it can be anywhere. Is it? it can be anywhere. Is it near sexy land? It can be anywhere. No. Yeah. Pussy- What's the address? Pussy- can I have a fucking Melway's uh, reference? I fucking- pussy d- land. I don't look, look. We're looking this On up. my little fucking fucked up level, <laughs> I walked into a restaurant in Chapel Street called Bennigan's, pussy right? <laughs> it may as well land. have been pussy land. Yeah. I fucking walked in in my black PVC pants and fucking walked in like Catwoman and said, I want to work here and they went and I was 19 and they went, fucking oath you can. Yeah, no worries. Gave me a fucking meal, invited them to their mum, didn't know them. Got a gig the next week, right? Went in the week after, dressed like I am today in my fucking tracksuit and they asked who the fuck I was. Wow. Right? This is pussy land. You can dress for pussy land and then come back. And fucking hide and yeah. not give a fuck. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I agree. Just reckon, I agree with you. I reckon she was just a pure professional with auditions and turned up and did, you know what I mean? How many of these fucking <sighs> actors actually do that nowadays or did it in the 70s and 80s? Well, this is the thing about Michelle Pfeiffer as well. You don't know any scandals mm-hmm. about her. You don't know any fucking exactly. scandals about her. Exactly. And this is, 
because she takes them to Pussyland without fucking them. How many of those actors would have thought they could have fucked her, do you reckon? But you hear fucking scandals about everybody, but not Michelle Pfeiffer. Not a fucking thing. That's exactly what I'm saying. And she actually did. She actually, like, I don't know, she was fucking drinker and a, uh, not a drinker, smoker and she was on, uh, I think she was on coke as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. She, she got um, caught up with a cult. Ah. The cult got her off the um, smoking and the, the cocaine. But uh, apparently, apparently, apparently. But, yeah, then she was fucking caught up with this cult. So she she got out of the cult. I don't know what they were called. Um, she got out of the cult eventually. But, like, no one knows any of this shit. No one knows any of that about Michelle Pfeiffer. They only know how gorgeous she is and fucking the yeah, movies that she did. That's right. All right, let's keep going. So have we got anything from Scarface? Let's yeah, do let's do this one. Now this song is a good song. Yeah. I didn't mind it. I found the nightclub scenes in this movie very good. Yeah. Pink Flamenco, very 80s nightclub, very woggy, very almost like that shithole we did in fucking, where was that shithole where we did the <sighs> grease, that has a big grease fucking statue in it? The oh, Greek God. First gig you oh, did with us. Yeah. That's fun. It reminds Don't me of say that. The name of the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Was on fire. That the um, the f- soundtrack was Giorgio Moroder. Yeah, that's right. Mm. That's right. He would have loved her too. Fuck yeah! Everyone did, mate. Everyone did. Oh, Let's she would have been it. amazing to yeah. be around. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, I love. Look, I love that film, Scarface. You could have done a whole episode on Scarface. You for could. Sure. You could. For sure. Yeah, fucking. Because I watched that, and I was. Locking the house after I watched it. This it was thing, so full on. Everyone also thinks, and, and like all the bit parts are really good as well. The in big Scarface. parts are the best. Like the guy that played Manny. The fucking sister. Yeah. At the end when, when he, it's fucking yes. amazing. That's Mary Louise Master Antonio. Man, amazing. And that's probably my point is that, yeah, she's stunning, but there were better performances everywhere. That I went, wow. Where? Oh, the other actors. The other actors were incredible in in Scarface. I just cannot imagine any other actress playing that role and for it being that effective. Because the thing about her, she 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 holds a little bit back. 
Oh, fucking hope She's not she fucking does. like pouring and yeah. vomiting it all out. You know what I mean? Yeah. She holds a little bit back and that's what makes it compelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, so... <laughs> So, look, Scarface led her to, like, a big stream of films after that, yeah? She did try to choose interesting stuff and I think the following year or something, no, it was 85. 85, she would play a character called Isabeau in Lady Hawk. Lady Hawk had Ruka Hauer in the lead and in a supporting role, Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick did some... Um, Matthew Broderick reminds me a little bit of a talented Keanu Reeves. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't mind Keanu Reeves. I don't mind Keanu Reeves. I don't think he can act. Mm. But, but you know, he tried. Yeah. And Matthew, Matthew Broderick was doing things like this. You're like you think of him like... Ferris Bueller, you know, but he mm. did interesting stuff like this film. You know, when he was younger and sort of cutting his teeth and all of that. Anyway, Rutger Hauer, like huge, obviously, you know. Was the movie Huge good? 80s icon. I loved it when I was a kid. Yeah. I fucking love this film when I was a kid. Yeah. So it's all about like a couple, it's set and and they sort of, they spruik it like it's like a medieval, it's like a real medieval tale, like one that's come down through the ages. That was that was like an invention. It wasn't actually, it wasn't like an old fairy tale. It was like unique to this film. Uh, the character, it's set, I think, in France. And I say that because all the characters have French names. Uh, what's his name? Rutger Howe plays a guy called Navarre. Navarre is in love with Isabeau, played by Michelle Pfeiffer, but they've got a curse on them because they were in love and apparently there was a there was a, a, a like an evil priest that put a curse on them and that was that uh, during the night Rutger Hauer's character would be like this black wolf and then as soon as the sun came up he would transform back into a dude but... Fucking Michelle Pfeiffer's character would transform into a hawk. That's why it's called Lady Hawk. And so they were cursed never to actually see each other, but like only see each other on the cusp, you know. And um, fucking incredible film. I, I was a, I loved it as a kid because I love like sort of period stuff as well. How did it go at the box office? I don't think it was huge at the box office. It was a bit more niche because it's like. Fucking set in medieval times, but like had this amazing synth soundtrack. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. So Andrew Andrew Powell that did the the soundtrack. Um, yeah, like fucking synthy, like this synthy fucking soundtrack over you know this medieval fucking tale. It was really interesting. I don't, I don't think it worked with a lot of people, um, but it's a cult classic, you know. Do you want to play that bit of music? I do. All right.
See what I mean? You can't imagine that over like a medieval tale. No. There we go. Anyway, I loved it. Check it out, please, guys. It's um, a good film. Very good. So that's her fourth film, is it? Oh, look, something. There were others sort of in between, I believe, but um, it's about to get very hot. But we're going to have a commercial break, I think, aren't we? If you want. Yeah. Uh, yes, we can. We can do it right now. I'm Maidy from the Jam Factory. It's our Easter Tuesday sale time, up to 50% off, right throughout the centre. Every store will be jam-packed with Easter bargains and shops will open at 9am sharp, Safeway at 8.45. Visit the Jam Factory shopping centre tomorrow and join in the savings, up to 50% off and you may win a prize. You'll find us in Chapel Street near Turak Road, South Yarra. Remember, two hours free, undercover parking. Yes. See, I never realised that Jam Factory was like a proper shopping centre. Yeah, it like was. That. Yeah. Used to have coals and stuff like that. Fuck, it died in the arse then, didn't that it? That car park underneath that they built was a supermarket. Yeah, right. Because that was all you had in Chapel Street. You didn't have the one up the road then. No. So it was all. It was sort of uh, early 80s. Fuck, they late killed 80s. it then, didn't they? They well, someone else bought it. it. My girlfriend's dad used to own the jam factory. Is that right? Rena Hoffman, yeah. Mm. He owned the jam factory. Big Jewish guy. Right. And I lived with her and then they sold it and then it went to shit. See, like it, it used to have fucking, was it Dimmick's? Was it Dimmick's the bookstore on the corner? Borders. Borders. So they used yeah. to have Borders and Borders have died in the arse. Well, Borders, yeah, they were an American company. Yeah. Um, it used to be. Um, borders was like the place to be, mate. You'd go and fucking yeah, read books. Yeah, but they there. had before Borders, they had a record shop, a real one. Oh, that would have been good. Because I used to get sponsorship for the trivia night there. And they had the Virgin Megastore like years later. Virgin Megastore, no, yep. That was good. Well, that was where Borders was. Yeah. Didn't, didn't fucking Duran Duran actually do an appearance in there? In that Virgin mm, Megastore? Not I think that they I did. do remember. Anyway. Virgin Megastore in Melbourne maybe. But if you didn't have the fucking cinemas upstairs, nah. mate, would have been a ghost town because fucking everything left. Um, I can't remember when the cinemas come in but there was definitely, it was just like a big supermarket. Yeah. Really. So Pancake weird. parlor and all that shit wasn't there. Because like that's, obviously I've only been in Melbourne for 20 years that is what I know Jam Factory to be, the cinemas and borders. Yeah. Uh, no, before that was Virgin and then there was, what was the other record shop? Oh, can't remember. But it was an, it was another record shop. HMV or something. Oh, it might have been. I don't know. No, HMV was in the middle of Chapel Street. This was the red and black oh, one. It was too. Which I can't. Brushes, no. No, it wasn't brushes. No. But, yeah, no, but, I mean, it's been around for a long time. Sanity. Sanity. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely sanity. Yeah, right. And then all the. And they've got like TGO Fridays. I reckon they had, years ago they had the cinemas and then they fucked it off and then they brought them back again. Serious? Years later, yeah. I think that's how it went. Right. Because no one, cinemas never used to be cool. Really? Yeah, when right. videos came out, that fucking went, fuck, that fucked off. Is that right? Is when, that what killed all the video, Yeah. Is it? Full blockbuster video. You could hire videos and watch them in the privacy of your own home. Yeah. 
no one went to the movies. Yeah. The movies is now been hot for the last 20 years because people are getting – there's no fucking – and now the blockbuster's gone, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no fucking video libraries. Mm. So people want to go out. But that definitely was a thing where you needed to stay at home and if you wanted to watch a movie, you waited. Yeah. I think it just got too expensive for people. Bless you, Maddie. Yeah, bless you, darling. But, yeah, no, Jam Factory's changed a lot. Amazing. Mm. Yeah, I couldn't believe it when I said that. And there we go. We do have another little sound clip. We found it, uh, one that we meant to play from Scarface. Let's give that a go. Now, what is your problem, baby? Haven't you got a problem? Because you're good-looking, you've got a beautiful body, beautiful legs, a beautiful face, but all these guys in love with you, man. All you got to look in your eye like you haven't been fucked in a year. Hey, Jose. Who, why, when, and how I fuck is none of your business, okay? Now you're talking to me, baby. That I like, okay? Keep it coming, baby. Don't call me baby. I'm not your baby. Not yet, man. You gotta give me some time. (laughs) Even if I were blind, desperate, starved, and begging for it on a desert island, you'd be the last thing I'd ever fuck. Ooh. That's right. I think she likes him. I don't think she did. No, I don't think she did either. But she... I don't know where she went for him. I think she actually felt sorry for him or something. I don't know. I think she felt sorry for him. Well, he killed her husband. Yeah. Like him and his coochie. But she was thinking about it before that. Well, he was 25 years younger than the guy she was married to, so that sort of makes sense. And anyone that's confident will get the girl. Yeah, true. Confidence is something that you cannot underestimate when it comes to chicks. No, 100%. You could look like the fucking elephant man if you can talk your way into a fucking relationship. 100% because it's exciting. Yeah, so this is why the wogs love it as well. Exactly. Because they can talk themselves exactly. into the fucking pretty girl's pants. Yes. Yeah. All right, let's keep moving. 1987, everyone. George Miller. George Miller with a soundtrack by John Williams. We're talking about Witches of Eastwick. Yeah, right. Fuck yeah. You have to buy all these movies now. What a fucking powerhouse of a film. Mate, Jack Nicholson in the lead, but the Witches of Eastwick were Cher, Susan Sarandon, who were both huge. Yeah, amazing. And Michelle Pfeiffer. So she was really coming, you know, into this echelon of actors. And every single role in that film was like fucking amazingly cast. Yeah. This is the thing with 80s films. They were cast very, very well, very extensively and very well. Like mm-hmm. you, like even in sort of smaller roles, you had fucking amazing actors. Like the actress that played Felicia in this, who was like the, you know, the doomsayer. Oh, my God, you know, they've... This, uh, they're sinners, they're sinners, they're witches, like that chick who was like spewing out the cherries and everything. She's the chick from Alien, apart from Sigourney Weaver, in the original, you remember? The one that's like, oh, my God, like the one that's going mental all the time. And she fucking turned in an amazing performance. Yeah. But, I mean, like um, Susan Sarandon was great. Jack Nicholson was like fucking Always typically amazing. amazing. Um, Cher looked fucking gorgeous in this. This is before or after Moonstruck, I can't remember, around the time. But she looked fucking amazing in this. Yeah. Probably I really love Cher as an actress. I think she's fucking very good. 
Very good. Yeah. Only one it's that really. a bit really... one note. I mean, she's oh, sharing every know. film. She's sharing every film, babe. Yeah, no, I'd, look, I'd rate her much higher. She can't do a fucking accent, mate. She can't. She's sharing every film, babe. She's she's like that fucking like, she's like a, you know, she's like a fucking um, bikey's mole. She's like, you didn't like, like her that in tough, the gorgeous chick. I thought she did great, but she's still share. She was sharing. Really? She was sharing Moonstruck. She was sharing fucking Silkwood. You know, she was yeah. sharing everything. But I think she does great. I think she does well. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, because I think she rates a lot higher than a lot of other the '80s chicks. Not Michelle Pfeiffer, mate. Oh, she fucking does. I'm sorry. No. Oh, see, you're cockstruck. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's cockstruck, and it, it so is because I just if you're putting sure. Up against Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, there is no way she would even get anywhere near that fucking shirt at all, even yeah, vocally. See. And you got to remember, there's the dynamic in an artist. One's got a great voice, could be shit at acting. Shirt's mm. got a fucking great voice, yeah. consistently, yep. obviously, and the acting's great. Michelle Pfeiffer, not so much. I don't know. The singing's a little bit. I watched that the, the other movie we're going to talk about in a minute, um, and it's not having a go at you at all. I just yeah, yeah. think oh, it's, just a, it's a really good debate to talk yeah, about because in yeah. the '80s, it wasn't just about how fucking good you were, man. Mm. And it's really not again. I reckon it's become full circle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you get some cunt on Australian Idol or whatever the fuck it's called, and they're gorgeous. And they can't sing. They're going to let them through. You just want to see what they're going to do next. People can't help themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how's Matt Latanzi in fucking Grease 2? Did you see Matt Latanzi? No. See, this is what I mean with you. You haven't noticed the fucking real shit. Did you see Madonna's dancer in fucking Grease 2? No. From Material Girl? I wasn't looking at them. No way. And puts her hand out. No way. The blonde cunt with the crater face. Was in fucking Grease Two. Oh, That's how bad Grease Two was me with for me because I saw <laughs> everyone else but the fucking people in it. Uh, Matt Latanzi. He plays the three. There's three nerdy dudes. They tied up uh. to go for the. They do the big. Um, Matt Latanzi is the one that's singing with the three. They do like, and they tie them up and they don't go on for the school play or whatever. Uh, and the okay. T Birds go on because oh, yeah. they're cool. Hey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. There was a lot of people in Greece too. It was the fucking reject of fucking eighties in that fucking chorus line. I'm telling you now. <sighs> you have a look, Matt right. Latanzi, mate. All right, I'll go back. And I was look. embarrassed for Olivia. I'm sorry. Oh no, she should have done it. She should have been in it. Would have lifted it. Anyway, so which is this week? Have we got a bit of dialogue? Have we got the conjuring the perfect man dialogue? Yeah, we do. Great. So let's do it. This is Cher, Susan Sarandon and Michelle Pfeiffer. All right. <laughs> All right. Who should we be looking for? Somebody nice. Somebody you could like. Somebody with a brain. Somebody you could talk to. Someone you could really be yourself. With. Yes. Someone to watch, watch over me. <laughs> All right. All right. I've had it with you two, okay? <laughs> Well, you would definitely have to be from out of town. Well, especially considering what's in town, Janie. A stranger, that would be interesting. 
tall, dark prince traveling under a curse. In Eastwick. Mm. Romantic, a, a foreign prince on a big black horse. No, no, okay. If we're going to have it. Fucking amazing. It's a wacky film. It's a really sort of, um, it's a really weird film, to be honest. The actress I was talking about before is Layla Hoffman, the one that was in uh, Witches of Eastwick. She was also in, I don't know, this and that. She was in a couple of things. Layla Hoffman? No, it wasn't fucking Layla Hoffman. She was in the the one from the one from Aliens. Veronica Cartwright, I'm sorry. Layla Hoffman, somebody unrelated. Veronica Cartwright is the one that sort of turned in the amazing performances for Leisha. She's, she was like the other chick in the film. But like it's a it's a wacky fucking film. It's like a cocaine 80s film. Like what were they thinking? Mm. Mm. Jack would have loved it. Absolutely. Yeah. I I wonder how many of them he slept with in this film. Who? Jack Nicholson, mate. He used to stick it in. Oh, well, there's my argument. A fucking gen, isn't it? Yeah. Why is she in the movie? Because he wants to stick it in. Yeah. That's the fucking unfortunate thing about it. Yeah. I love women, but I know what they're fucking like, mate. It's pussy so land. do you think that Michelle Pfeiffer would have... Put it around Jack Nicholson. Not in a million years. You don't think so? Not in a fucking million years. Well, she just would have been going like this. Absolutely. Good for her. That's how you do it. Yeah. Well, money's more important than cock. You can get cock anywhere. You can't fucking find money much though. You can't find cock at Pussyland. That's right. (laughs) She was Miss Pussyland, mate. (laughs) He would have thought she was in. He would have wined and dined her and she would have gone... Okay, Jack. Yeah. Oh, see you tomorrow. Oh, Jack. <laughs> see you at rehearsal. See, you were great today, by the way. I'm so in oh awe of you. I'm so glad. I can't wait to be see this movie. So glad I'm working with you, Jack. Do we have any, um, uh, do you have Dance of the Witches? The, the yeah, I do. Track? Let's play that. Yeah. John Williams, the soundtrack. John Williams, how fucking amazing. Yeah, loved it. Loved that soundtrack. It was really strong. Mm. Fucking John Williams never, ever got it wrong. George Miller as well, Ozzy. Oh, wow. Yeah, you know, like uh, Mad Max and shit. Um, I have to say I'm still tormented by Scarface. Yeah. And the fact that the sister turns around at the end and goes, do you want to fuck me? That's like, mate, I'm Tasmanian and that didn't feel real good at all <laughs> hearing that. Yeah, it wasn't right, was it? No, because <laughs> he shot the beautiful cutie. 
Yeah. The cutie guy that you oh, married. Oh, Manny, Manny, yeah. Beautiful they fucking They were having guy. an affair, weren't they? Manny and fucking – or was they Manny just protecting her? They got married. Okay, cool. And I then he remember. came in and shot Manny because they found the address through the mum. Oh. The mum goes, they live at this oh, address. that's right. And then he came and that's shot right. the guy and fucked and then the sister went nuts mm. and got killed in the end. Yeah. It was fucking heavy movie. Like, please, people, do watch it. You will realise – how fucking heavy this movie was. Yeah, yeah. All right, moving ahead. 87, which is a V's week. Now, this got an amazing scene in it. You know where, you know where the, because the whole thing is that uh, Jack Nicholson is the devil and he comes to this town, Eastwick, because it historically had witches there, yeah? Yep. And so sort of the three women, like Susan Sarandon and fucking Cher and, Michelle Pfeiffer, they're like the descendants of these witches that have survived. And so they're a bit witchy but they don't know it yet, yeah? So when they come together, they, they're sort of quite powerful, these women, and sort of it all happens at once like, you know, uh, Daryl Van Horn is the fucking Jack Nicholson character. He draws them all together and together they're all like powerful so they can like cast spells and shit. They don't like this chicken town who – can sense that something's going on and she's a big sort of, she's against them sort of calling them this and spreading gossip and everything. So they, they unwittingly cast a spell on this chick and they're eating cherries and spitting out the pips, remember? I have not seen this Jack's movie. Like, I couldn't do any more. Jack's like, have another cherry. You know, right. and they're eating all the cherries and spitting them out. At the, it's like voodoo. On the on the other end, the chicks like vomiting all oh, these cherry yeah. pits out. Yep. Like amazing fucking, amazing fucking. Look, look how good they look. Mm. Look at her with her little fucking pork pie hat on. Fucking hot. Anyway. Yeah. I don't think she's the most attractive there in that photo. I think she's phenomenal. See, once again. I think Michael Jackson's taking her nose though. Who? Michael Jackson has taken her nose and made it his. Possibly. I that's the only thing I was thinking the whole time I was watching her was like, I think the Jacksons wanted her nose. She has amazing proportions. Yeah. Anyway, let's keep moving. That's Witches of East Week. Mm. The following year. Married to the Mob. Yeah. Did you like Married to the Mob? From what I can remember, I did. I remember the trailer being on TV. Yeah. I can remember the preview being on TV. Yeah. She had darker hair in this too, didn't she? Yeah. So she was playing like a the wife of a Brooklyn mobster. So back in sort of mobster territory again. Mm. But it was a fun, it was a comedy. Matthew Modine. This was her first she was leading this film, yeah? Yeah, so yeah. So I she think was. this was her first. Like she was carrying the film. She yep. was the lead. Yep. She wasn't like the co-lead. Yep. It was her. Her on the poster, just her. Yep. You know? And um, I remember the trailer being on, because they used to, you know, film trailers on TV all the time in the 80s. Bizarre Love Triangle. Bizarre Love Triangle was the, the song from the trailer. Do you want to hear it? Fucking loved it. Here we go.
loved it. This film was a lot of fun. It had every fucking... I don't think they actually had an Italian actor in it. Some of the supports were, but all the leads were like not Italians. Playing Italians, it was quite incredible. Michelle Pfeiffer, Matthew Modine was sort of FBI. He was an Italian. You had Mercedes Rule, Dean Stockwell, Joan Cusack, all these amazing uh, people. supporting uh, actresses and actors in supporting roles and Alec Baldwin as well. Yeah. I remember enjoying this movie. And I remember sort of the trailer playing on TV and Bizarre Love Triangle playing and her like going, I want a divorce. Remember? I want a divorce. Oh, she puts on the accent? Yeah, yeah. Was it good? Oh, it was good. It was good. It was really good. Wasn't like me when I talk like this. No, it wasn't there. I want a divorce, you cunt. The government. The, the government. government. The government. That's a hoax. There's a hole in your locket. COVID. Labor, labor. COVID's a hoax. Yeah, COVID's a hoax. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I it looks to me here that she's got a little, a little bit more serious with the hairstyle. Yeah, trying something new. Trying something new. Maybe this was her first major sort of well, role. Well, first big fucking lead role. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, fucking. And this is like partially in Brooklyn but partially set in Miami as well, I think. But uh, Mercedes Rule was the standout for me as Tony the Tiger's wife, remember? Right. Do we have the dialogue from like them in the supermarket? Yes, we absolutely Everybody do. is interested in Tony. Hi, Rose. Hi, Angela. <laughs> Angela. Connie. Weight watchers, huh? You worried about your figure? Some of us are. Cute. John Rivers Jr., huh? You know, Angela, sometimes when a girl gets single, she starts thinking about going out with other girls' guys. Connie, I am not interested in Tony. Everybody is interested in Tony. You better call it off. Because if I ever catch you two together... Just forget about it. Try keeping Tony on a leash. I think you'll find one in aisle five. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm there. I'll pick you up a flea collar. Angela, watch your (laughs) Yeah, fucking all. It's fun, this film. Fucking... Mercedes Rule, she's amazing. And Dean Stockwell that played Tony the Tiger, I think he got an Academy Award nomination for it. she ever been Academy Awarded? Oh, she's been nominated heaps. Yeah, great. For Golden Globes, all kinds yeah, of things. Academy yeah. Awards, yeah. Because she did Dangerous Liaisons in the That's where she's fucking great. 90s, but yeah. as you get older, you have to get better, yeah? You'd hope so, that well, you learn a few things. I think that's how it works. Yeah, you'd hope so. You know? As she played the fucking um, Michelle Pfeiffer role... On stage at MTC, I saw it in it when I was at drama school. Uh, what was oh, that? Yes, I'll stick it in that. 
What? What is it? What film? What? Dangerous Liaison. So as she in the yeah. stage production, yeah. as she played the Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Role. See, she started to grow then. I think. Well, Dangerous Dangerous Liaisons was eighty eight. It was a year before. Did I say nineties? It was. It was um, a year before Baker Boys. Hang on. Gangster's Paradise comes from that. That's not 88. No, you're thinking of fucking um, Dangerous Dangerous Minds, baby. Dangerous Minds is where I think she started acting. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, that's where I think she started. Yeah, that was good. But I love this, but it just, you know, it's like Hollywood, oh, pretty girl, let's go with Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Which is great. But I think here she starts to feel a little bit like she needs to change her look a bit. Yeah, right. I don't know. Well, she played well, she played a wog too, you know. She yeah. she um she played th- she was in three films this year. This this particular year, 1988, yeah. big year for her, Married to the Mob, To Kill a Sunrise. To Kill a Sunrise had fucking Have you seen that? That's a fucking stinker. But it had um Mel Gibson and Kurt Russell. It was the three of them. They were the three leads. It's awesome. F- fucking awful. But um, and then she played. She was in Dangerous Liaisons with um, with Glenn Close and John Malkovich, and Uma Thurman was in that as well, and Keanu Reeves. All right, I think last but not least, is that what we're doing? Yeah, last but not least, in 1989, everybody, Michelle Pfeiffer would play Susie Diamond in the fabulous Baker Boys. Oh, didn't she just? Fucking hell! Have a listen. To Susie Diamonds, fucking I can't even find it, singing, We're gonna love Another bride, another tune, another Sunday, honeymoon, another season, another reason. For making whoopee A lot of shoes A lot of rice The groom is nervous He answers twice It's really killing that he's so willing to make Whoopi. So she was in, she played Susie Diamond in Fabulous Baker Boys. Basically it was the Bridges Brothers, yeah? What was yeah. their names? Not Bo Bridges. Is it Bo Bridges? It's Bo know. Bridges and fucking Jeff Bridges. Oh, uh, yeah, radio. And they play like sort of piano, they, they play a piano duo and they're looking to sort of, uh, 
spice up their act a little bit and they think they might get a female singer in. And there's a fucking, there's a great scene where they're like auditioning all the singers and Jennifer Tilly is one of the fucking auditioners. She actually, she's quite funny in it. But the, yeah, if you like me who's a bit sick, I love watching bad auditions and they have like bad auditions in the film. It's really, really fucking funny. But then she comes in, Michelle Pfeiffer comes in, she's late, she fucking falls in, blah, blah, blah. And she plays Susie Diamond who's like a escort. Oh. But she can sing. And uh, she's really fucking sexy, yeah? Mm-hmm. And uh, blows the guys away. Mm-hmm. So it sort of creates this little love triangle between yeah. them. Yeah. It was big in the late 80s to, you know, women weren't that popular in front of bands at this stage. No, right, yeah. It wasn't a huge thing. It was very male dominated. So yeah. it's kind of, you know, if you had a trio, you'd put a girl in it all of a sudden you know, 87, 88. Yeah. Uh, to make you sell and get more gigs. Yeah. You know, that was the reality of it because a lot of it was men. Yeah. 100%. You know, I mean, there was Chrissy Amphlett and stuff like that around, but you had to have something not feminine about you almost. Yeah. To be tough. big. Yeah. Tough. And, and this is where we all went, oh, really? Yeah, to sort of give off that vibe like you could eat anyone mm. alive. Was the movie good? Because my Jewish flatmate yeah, it loved wasn't it. Bad. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't bad. It's a um, big cult following yet again. Um, did great things for her. Mm. Great things for her. That uh, She did her own, all her own vocal work in it. Uh, the acting was quite good. Jeff Bridges is like amazing. Uh, yeah, it was good. I but remember it was a at the flop, time. though, wasn't it? I remember it, it being a flop. Heaps of buzz. It was like on every fucking talkback show, and like heaps of buzz. See, I don't fucking remember it as that. I don't think it was. was a were massive, you living in Cairns? I don't think it was a massive commercial. Success. Or were you here in Melbourne? It was no, horrible. It was, it was a Cairns. fucking. Well, it a, didn't work at all. I had a fucking TV. Yeah, I know, but I'm. I'm just the. The fact that it feels bigger to you, I want to. Yeah, yeah, but it just feels bigger to you than what it was in reality. It was, mate. It was on like, like, ET. It was like she was all over the fucking uh, talk shows. Yeah, was massive. Yeah, of course she would have been, but I remember my Jewish flatmate, and he thought he was Prince, so I really didn't (laughs) take much from him. And he used to say, oh, my God, Michelle Pfeiffer is so amazing in the Baker Boys. and She was blah, good. Blah, blah. And I was like, what? She How? Was good. She was fucking great. She was really good in mm. it. Yeah. Mm. She was really good in it. Yeah. You're jealous. I don't think I like her. Yeah, jealous. I just think her roles were a bit naff. That's all. What movie has know. she done where you can honestly say the Dangerous fucking- Liaisons. Dangerous Liaisons with yeah. what's his name in it? John Malkovich. Mate, she's doing a film with John Malkovich and Glenn Close. Yeah, but just because you're doing a film with all these people, does that make you that And then that she got level? another film with, like, other big people. You know, like she's Yeah, but does that how it works, though, really? Well, yes, obviously. I don't think so. She's had a whole career against, like, you know, huge actors. She's had a whole career, absolutely. Mm. But what I'm saying... Well, she's not, like, a one-trick pony, obviously. She's done it for fucking how many... 30, 40 years. No, absolutely. Absolutely agree with you. But I've never seen a movie where I, I, I think she's an icon without a doubt. Yeah. But I wouldn't go, she's Jennifer Beals. 
You know what I mean? Mate. I wouldn't go, I fucking love her as much as Jennifer Beals. Give it a break. Absolutely I wouldn't. Give it a break. Who agrees with me? Right no in. One. Jennifer yeah, Beals no one is fucking write him, great. Mate. No one you write him. I thought Jennifer Beals... In Flashdance was the most amazing. Okay, thing I you saw. write into us if you think Jennifer Beals is mm. better than Michelle Pfeiffer. I think she might be. Oh, give it a she rest. She just didn't look Aussie though. She didn't look English. I mean, oh, Jennifer was more the dark haired. Yeah, turn it up. I don't know. I I like Jennifer. I like Michelle Pfeiffer, but I sat here and watched those two movies, and that was enough for me. I saw enough. All right, but. Like I said, mate, it's not how much you know <laughs> or how good you are. It's who turns up to the audition. Yeah, yeah. Mm, I'm the same. Okay. I'm not the I'm best sure singer in the fucking world, the but you know, I'm yeah. still working now because I fucking keep going. You yeah, know? yeah. It's not really about how fucking good you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you've got to just fucking keep going. Well, she's been lucky a hell of a long time, then. I think she. I think there is a little bit of luck, mate. I actually do think there is a Catwoman definitely amazing. Okay, good. You'll admit that. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. But the roles she got to me seemed like they were pretty girl roles where they had to have a striking woman. Striking woman looks in, drinks a bottle of champagne, snorts some coke. She's attractive. No one can go near her. That was her fucking thing. You know? I guess. But I might just, it just might be my age. People overact, babe. Like people, especially American actors, they fucking overact and you see too much. She sort of held like 10% Aussie actors are the best in the world. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Absolutely. Without a doubt. And Mm -hmm. that's what I'm saying. If you're going to go worldwide, you have to include Australian actors. Like there was, there's no way in the world... I would see Michelle Pfeiffer in something. And it, you can tell by the well, she theme. She was in Tequila Sunrise with Mel Gibson. She, oh, fuck Mel she Gibson. She was directed by George Miller, who's Australian. Yeah, but like Mel Gibson, he's an actor sort of, but he started in fucking oh, Mad Max. Oh, here we go. In Mad Max. You can't take on that, Mel Gibson. You reckon he's good? Yes. Oh, see, we've got different levels. I don't of think he's that he's great. Of course he's fucking good. I don't know. Mel Gibson's fucking awesome. Compared to what? I don't Jack know. fucking Compared Nicholson? To, oh, I think during the 80s they 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 fucking competed. Yes. Do you like Tom Cruise? Yes. Mm. Tom Cruise or fucking who was the Tom other? Tom Cruise was fucking incredible for yeah. like 30 years. Yeah, yeah, he's incredible. That's great. Yeah. But <laughs> fucking whatever. It's fine. You're incredible. I think the movies really depend on impressive. where they they go, how hard they go, you know. Tom Cruise was fucking incredible. You can't take on Tom Cruise. Scientology really and fucking jumping up on down on Oprah's couch and yeah. everything included, yeah. you cannot take on Tom Cruise. He yeah. has not been shit in one film. The I think films might have been shit. Yeah, that's he's, what I mean. He's been awesome in all of them. I don't think she's had many them. good films, mate. I can't see her potential. I don't think she's had many good films. Mate, your eyes are painted on. No, Scarface is a great film, but I think it could have been anyone. I'm going to be honest with you. <sighs> no, I'm being positive. <laughs> no, it's good but, because it sets up the it sets up the I'm discussion. I'm just different. Like, you know, in my age group – 
when you looked at great actors, you looked at Meryl Streep, Jack Nicholson. Oh, uh, yep. Um, you looked at – you wouldn't look at fucking Woody fucking – Who? That fucking Woody cunt. Woody Allen. Out, Woody Allen. Actor. You wouldn't fucking think that. No. Um, I'm just trying to that. think. There was there was your key sort of actors, Glenn Close and um, – You would have said 80s actors, you would have said Jack Nicholson – Meryl Streep, Sigourney Weaver. Yep. You definitely would have said Al, uh, um, Al Pacino. You definitely oh would have said Mel Gibson. You would have said De Niro. De Niro and, and fucking Mel Gibson were like spillovers from the 70s. But you would have said Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson was the fucking hottest thing in Hollywood for years. Mm. And it was in the 80s. And, and then Tom Cruise came up. Yeah. I like Mel Gibson in um, the the police ones he does. Yeah, Lethal Weapon. Lethal huh? Weapon. I like him in that. But he's no fucking – There was, the other guy was better. Yeah, I liked Lover. him in his – I like him in that sort of mm. audio thing he did. But I think it, it's interesting because, I mean, it's good to do a show like this because, you know – Mate, we've talked about Michelle Pfeiffer for – Fucking two hours or something. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But that was just the conclusion I'd come to at this age. Yeah, that's all. wonderful. Like when I was a young girl, I wouldn't have thought about it. You're you know still what I mean? Back then. Well, I didn't. I think she's attractive, but you know who's she's Simone K, mate. I've got oh friends. Oh my god, she's that's exactly who I thought. Exactly. Of. So go I fuck yourself. I know what show. I'm talking about, right? She's Michelle. I didn't she's Simone K, right? That's exactly who exactly. I thought. Exactly. And of. who is Simone K? An Simi. incredible fucking dancer yeah. that can sing. Simone was stunning. I saw Simi audition for Kylie, right? Yeah. And I know Simone was also Did sacked. You get it? Yes, she fucking did. Mm-hmm. It was Simone and Cosima. They went around, Cosima. toured with, uh, yeah, Dublin. Went yeah. with Kylie in Dublin. I auditioned for that, got down to the last five girls. Simi got it because she was a technical dancer. I wasn't a technical dancer. Mm-hmm. I was just a bullshit podium dancer. She went on tour and I swear to God, she got sucked from Kylie because she wouldn't fuck Venel, one of the guys on the fucking tour, right? Now, this is what happens Two girls that are very pretty. They fucking, if you don't want to put out, they're going to fucking let you go. What are you saying? She told me with her own mouth. She got sacked from Kylie because she wouldn't put out. Mm. She's not like that. I would have put out. Well, that's right. But she. But even though Simone has a talent about her, that was the shit that went on. Yeah. At On the tour. Yeah. And I know she told me with her own mouth and Cosima told me that Venel wanted to go there and she said, no, thank you. The next week she no, was off No, thank the, you, Venel. Yeah, she, she was off the fucking tour. No, thank you, Venel. It was absolutely you, you incredible. You put it back in your pants. Mm. <laughs> I met Venel and he's a nightmare. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so anyway, yeah. That, I, that's who oh, she no, reminds me of, you know? No, I can't. All right, well, we've reached the end of the show, I believe, because Absolutely. we're at the end of the 80s. <laughs> we are. Maddie's sampling some venal, so we better move on. So, yeah, <laughs> Michelle Fiverr has been great to talk about it. She's fucking awesome. I love her. Well, I'm Sammy Hardon. And I'm Jay Jovi. This is the 80s montage. And if it's music, mateys. Or cool shit from the 80s. We're going to talk about it. Unreal. Unreal.